0: And we're back, man, episode 74 of the podcast, dude, Cynical Op, and, uh, oh man, it's that time of year, dude, it's getting close to the end, uh, start this new year, and that's good, it's good, and it's like, I mean, I guess, you know, everything, it can be good and bad, um, and just, uh, I mean, for the sake of the podcast, reflecting on the podcast, dude, I had, it was this year was like the podcast year for me man i i really feel like um i got into like a certain uh groove and and i love it dude and um so as as far as speaking of the pod like it, i think it was a great year for the podcast uh also personally too it it's it was all good um of course you know there's bad shit that happens too but it's it's you know stuff i try to just uh, get past uh you know, like I said before, it'll stay bad for a little bit, but then it'll get good again and just enjoy that good. And right now it's feeling pretty good. So, uh, it's cool, dude. I, uh, because, uh, I use anchor, right. As the podcast, obviously, you know, this from the multiple times I put the ad there, but look, I got to put the ad in the front if I want to get any future, uh, you know, future, what do you call it? Sponsors for the pod. So uh, I thank you for <laughs> bearing that minute and fifteen seconds of of ad time every time. I appreciate it. It does help me out, whether you listen to it or not. It's all good. I have to put it there. So because Anchor is used through Spotify, Spotify sends me like my my year wrapped right, and uh, that's kind of cool because it uh, it gives me a better idea of kind of what I'm doing here. And it's, and it's cool. I mean, I, I get analytics like week to week and all that stuff. And I always, you know, I check on that, but this is just cool to get like a bigger idea of the year. And they just showed it to me right now. And, uh, I'll post this the day that this comes out. So, you know, you can get a better look at it for yourself. But, um, the one thing, um, it, it showed me was that, you know, I've got 34 episodes. I don't know. Oh, I did. I did 34 episodes this year. I think that's what it's saying. Um, yeah. And then dude, I did 2,200 minutes (laughs) of talking, which is, that's crazy. That's, that's so sick though. I was in seven countries and I gained 116% more followers from the previous year. I'm assuming that's what it's saying, which is, I mean, it's true. All that's true. Like I'm saying, I'm seeing the numbers go up and it's crazy to see that like something I just started, uh, just because I, you know, I felt like I, w- I wanted to do it and I, I kind of, it was almost in a way kind of therapeutic I don't, I don't want to make it sound like I needed it for mental health or anything, but it was just kind of. It's something I needed to do uh, hobby wise, just to keep myself kind of centered. You know, people do meditation, they work out. This is what I do at podcast. And uh dude, it's just crazy to see that. Um it's it's so cool, man. I appreciate every single one of you guys listening uh each each week, man. It's it's cool. It's fucking cool. It's cool to know that there's people out there who uh uh, either whether they agree or disagree with what you think they're they're there for the entertainment and this is all that this show is like some of the stuff i say it's like it's partially how i feel but honestly shit changes week to week you know just how if i mention it i'm like next week i might not feel the same about that same topic but you know it could change and that's just what it is not nothing i say is really cemented in in what i truly believe cuz just like the issues at hand anything can change at any time so uh, most of my most of my opinions do and uh and you know Apple Music just gave me one too they just sent me uh, uh my my year uh wrapped uh musically and so i took a couple screenshots of that cuz i wanted to i wanted to talk about it right cuz it's not it's not i think they just started it maybe this year or last year but de- definitely this year is more notable and so the top artist, I'll let you guess who I played, <laughs> dude, this is before they even announced their reunion, but my top artist that I played this year was Blink. And that's just, I think that's just honestly every year <laughs> that's never going to change. And it told me, I listened to get this dude, 1,608 minutes of Blink-182. And you're like, dude, they've got at this point, nine albums. You, you were playing some shit over. No, I was like, yeah, I was. For sure, no question, dude. They're my band. If there's any, if there's any question of like, do, do you like Blink? It's like let me let me tell you right now. Yes, I do, and I've got the evidence to prove it. Uh, so, I got that. Let me see what it showed me. Um, the number one album I played, which is also very fucking true, is uh, the, a band called No Pressure with their album self titled No Pressure. Fucking great album, I think I listened uh, It told me I don't even have to tell you uh, in, In a guess of how many times I listened to it It literally tells me You played this 106 times Oh shit, dude Listen, it's a good fucking album And I don't know if that means like I don't think I played the album in its entirety 106 times I think I just played songs off the album 106 times But still, that's a lot of fucking times Shout out to No Pressure, dude This is a great fucking punk like Slash hardcore album um they they categorize themselves uh punk slash hardcore i mean like i would kind of say pop punk but there there's some hardcore like influences in there and so i'm gonna give it to them they're super sick i mean i saw them this year too along with fiddlehead i had that road trip pod with me and my wife i mean dude that was that was the dream to go see it's like it's always good to see a band like on their come up and you already get the vibes and you go see them it's it's all good and so i saw them it was a great fucking show dude that show was like i'm 30, uh 33 now and so when i went to that show it's crazy because i'm like i'm standing outside the crowd because i'm not trying to get in the fucking pit and get hit and or get injured or any of that shit because i can't bounce back as fast as i used to when i was a kid but it was cool seeing like kids like when i would go to shows get all crazy and how we would just fucking, you know, just get crazy in the crowd. And it was, it was, it gives you like a little bit of life of like, damn, like, the shit is still around, like, live music, punk music, like, it's still there. People just got to put it out and they'll, the kids will come, you know? And so, and then it tells me my top genres punk, hip hop, rock, alternative, adult, uh, adult or alternative, which I don't know what that is, but dude, this is me. Like, this is literally. Yeah, like, they did great, I mean, they, they know they know me, so they collect all my data, and they figure me out Top one punk, of course, gotta keep it on deck Hip-hop, you know, I dabble Rock, alternative, and adult alternative, which, again, I'm really interested in figuring out what that is It just kind of sounds like, like porn, like, porn actresses play alternative music I don't know, but <laughs> So, uh, dude, that's me, though, that's me in a nutshell, like if you ever wanted to know me, like when people go, what kind of music you listen to? I just fucking told you. If you listen to the pod, I'm not going to repeat it. So if you listen to the pod, you guess your boy. This is what he is, okay? I'm, I'm all that. And, you know, musically, but I'm, I'm more than that. Now, here's the interesting thing, okay? It gave me the total minutes I spent on Apple Music listening to music. 22,271 minutes, dude. That's a lot of fucking music to listen to. That's probably... My podcast listening is probably more than that. But uh, for music, that's pretty impressive, I gotta say. Almost So if I average 22,000 a year, dude, what's that like? I don't even want to do that math right now. I'll figure it out later. But let's just say, like, even when I was younger, it's probably way more. It's probably like 30,000 minutes in each year. That's fucking insane. Now, the top song... Okay... This this year, I, got, I really got into uh, this artist named Phoebe Bridgers, and I like her style of music. It's, um, I guess it's like folk with like, uh, to me, uh, I don't know how to, I guess alternative, like folk alternative, but uh, not so much on the folk, okay? I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it's just kind of a, you know, they got a banjo in there somewhere, I don't know. <laughs> but she's super good I, I like her music and uh sh- the top song from her was funeral i really do like that song too it's, uh, like so i got into her this year um that song was my top song for this year apparently i listened to it a lot my top artist is blink of course there's no question about that ever And that top album that no pressure album i'm telling you if you're into it just go fucking just go check check that album out it's it's worth it's worth all the listens man i promise you and 106 so and it's interesting man i was thinking about uh there's this other band i listened to turnstile now turnstile is one of these bands they're kind of having a trajectory of like i'm gonna say like a green day right because if you don't know too much about green days come up they came out of oakley uh, oakley oakland and they were you know, an East Bay punk band, uh, out of, uh, out of the Bay Area, and they had a great following, they were playing all these shows, and they would even play, like, uh, at this same spot called Gilman's, and, and there, I mean, like, it was only the truest of the punk people could play there, like, it was like the West Coast CBGBs, if you will, and at Gilman's, you had, uh, like, Operation Ivy, you had, uh, what was that other band, uh, fuck, I'm, I'm, blanking on the name, but, uh, a lot of, like, Lookout Records bands played there, and, um, so Green Day, you know, started out playing a lot of shows out of there, and slowly, I mean, Dookie was the, the next follow-up album they did after that, uh, after, Ke- uh, Kerplunk, and that one shot them into stardom, it, it, I mean, it put them everywhere, and at a certain point, that place, Gilman's, kind of put a ban on Green Day, saying like, "Well, you can't play here anymore because you're mainstream. Like you've gone the way of the the radio, so you can't you can't play here anymore." They basically got kicked out. They're like, "No, we don't want that here," and it was kind of fucked up. And they had a and the only reason I know uh, this particular fact is the homie Trey. Shout out him was. Uh, Gilman, uh, that song they had, uh, I think it was on, uh, what was it called? Not Nimrod. Is it Nimrod? There's a song called 86 where there's no return to 86 is basically a reference to, uh, the, uh, I think the address of Gilman street where there's, where the venue was. And, uh, and, uh, it was just basically like them not being able to return because they had hit the stardom. And it's crazy because like a lot of you, you know, you start a band because you want to play music and you, and you hope people are into the music you're making and unbeknownst to you, like a lot of people like what you're doing. And just by way of like popularity, you start to gain success. You start to gain steam. And I mean, dude, Green Day has been on a, I, I don't think they've ever had, okay, I'll say this for me personally, it. I stopped listening kind of after American Idiot. But as far as a band goes, dude, they've been putting out music consistently. I can't hate on that. They have just been on a steady, incre- like, incline of, like, putting out music. Whether or not I listen to it doesn't matter. Like, you're still doing it. I'm pretty sure their their shows are sold out. It's all good. I bring this up because of this band, Turnstile. Like, I I love this band for... The longest time I found them through a um if oddly enough they did like a vice interview um on apple music somewhere in twenty sixteen or something and I heard them through there hear some of their music I was like oh, this is kind of sick like it was a little harder it's it, they're a hardcore band essentially but like a, a lot of punk influence too you hear like a lot of uh like they'll they'll pick up the fast beats in there and so it's great. And so, you know, turns out it was just one of those bands that was going to tour, if you knew about them, you knew about them and they were just going to have a career like that. Well, you know, their uh, the previous album before this one uh the their their biggest album which was um Glow On, right? That's their like newest record uh that they have their or album that they had put out. That one really put them on the map but the one before that called Time and Space that album was you could kind of already see the trajectory of them like it was it was it was still them still very hardcore music but like kind of I won't say like leaning towards a softer sound but like there was a it's a little bit I'd say melodic but it was a different structure is all i'll say but then with this glow on album it's this one is kind of more like dream punk very light they have a little bit of uh more more uh digital instruments in there whether it be drums um sort of like these uh almost like 808 sounds but like you know kind of specifically for them it, it, but it worked. I mean when it first came out I, I loved I love the album. It's it's super good, but then you start seeing the success they get from it and I can't even be mad at them. Like I want bands like them to be successful, you know, like if they're good, they'll just they'll rise to the top and that's always the case, right? But I wonder, you know, like Green Day's whole band from this place that they grew up playing and they thought that they were loved there. And then they got... I wonder if that's the case for Turnstile. Because Turnstile, you know, they've had a, a very, like, great following with people. And I wonder if those same people are like, no. They went mainstream. Because they play, like, Jimmy Kimmel, dude. They've been on. <laughs> like, that's insane for a band like Turnstile. I would have never thought, if you'd seen some of their YouTube videos of, like, live performances. You're like, oh, this isn't, like, Jimmy Kimmel Tonight Show type of stuff. This is, like, this is underground, taped on a... On a on a camcorder, you know, because kids are getting on stage, jumping off, jumping on people's heads. Like I've seen this one cat just fucking walk on people's heads, which is insane. In one of the shows, and it's it's just it's full of energy. It's live. It's that it's that style and genre of music's like way to, you know, show appreciation for the music. So when I uh, when I I'm seeing their success going on, I'm like, this is insane, dude. They're playing bigger venues. They're playing a lot bigger, like more known mainstream shows it's great and dude of all things are going on tour with blink i mean if you ever needed i'm if it wasn't for these fucking ticket prices, dude i'd be so excited to see how turnstile is with blinks you know fans like now i know like a lot of blink fans know about turnstile you know mark has talked about them tom has like shouted them out on instagram like a lot you know i'm pretty sure people know what to expect but for those who don't you know, that's the kind of shit that excites me. You know, when somebody goes to a blink concert because they're like, Oh, I want to hear all the small things and I miss you and only this shit that I've heard on the radio and I kinda only know them by. And then they go and they see what turnstile can put out and how crazy it gets. Like I love that. I want people to be shocked or, or scared or something like that. Excites me. That's like, yeah, fuck yeah, like you thought you thought you were coming for a good time and you are, but also like fucking get scared a little bit, you know, it's fucking cool. So, I'm excited to see what, what they put out, but I was watching a video um that they had posted on their Instagram and it was uh it was them playing this huge venue in Brooklyn and I noticed that no nobody was running up on stage, nobody was like stage diving. The whole crowd was moving, which you really don't see a lot. You know, there's certain parts of a crowd that are moving and in the back of the venue is just chill standing watching the show no way dude the whole fucking crowd is moving like it looks like like an ocean like the water dude just there's so much constant movement it looks so fucking sick like the show the show looked electrifying like you can feel the energy from the crowd coming off of the off an Instagram video dude but then i noticed i was like damn nobody's running up on stage anymore nobody's jumping into the crowd and it's not like really like one of those Personal shows, and it's like this is that that you know, it's like the Seesaw effect where it's like it's starting to lean more on that popular side, and you know, their shows are starting to get like a little bit more official with maybe like security at the venue and all this stuff, where it's just like, no man, like if you see their old shows, I mean, even three years ago, two years ago, maybe, yeah, maybe not two, but three you know, it it would be insane, and so, like, I'm excited for them, obviously, for the success, and, you know, they deserve it, they put out great music, in my personal opinion, and, but it's also, like, I wonder, I hope this gain of popularity doesn't affect their music anyway, like, I hope they kind of are able to stay in that hardcore slash punk lane, but still be able to, like, Play popular venue, uh, play popular things like the Tonight Show or Jimmy Kimmel or, whatever, uh, and still and still put out that good music that they stay true to, like, you know, because it's, uh, it sucks, man. There's a line you have to toe when you're in some sort of music like that where, it could go either way, and I know, like, I think one band that did it really well was Nirvana. You know, you can you can tell that they were never really gonna change. It's it, it was their music just happened to catch on. It was never the fact that like they made popular music to catch on, you know. And that was the great thing about them that they could do that. And so hopefully Turnstile kind of toes that line too uh, on how Nirvana did it. Um just because man they're they're great musicians. They make great music to me. And um uh, I just really hope they can they can still kind of keep their ethos of music they want to make but also like yeah, if they want to Play big popular venues. That's fine too, man. More on them, like, like, get it, dude. Like, who's who says, you know? And of course, there's gonna be those people like, oh, I don't listen to them because, because now more people (laughs) listen to them, and that's what I don't like about music. I want to keep music to myself in a safe or, or nobody. It's like no, dude. Like, I never got that shit. I never understood that. Like, keep it to myself, bullshit. Like, especially in the skate world too, when people are like you don't even shop at that skate shop. It's like, well, if I do pull up, like, why not? Don't you want your shop to succeed? Like, I don't understand if the whole keeping it local type, I think I talked about this on a previous podcast. I won't go, I won't go into too much detail, but like skate shops that would like only fuck with you if you were like, we're local or something. It's like, yeah, cool. Like I hope all your local people have enough money to fucking support you. Um And that's why one of the reasons I think like, again, you know, Zoomies was, like as much as people talk shit about Zoomies as being like a corporate chain of skate shops, it's like yeah, but if they're if they can do that and just make you feel at home every time you go in there, like what's the what's the difference? Like a customer doesn't know the difference. Like and I you know when I was working there, I had so many people tell me like I went into the shop and they didn't help me or they didn't know anything, and I was like yeah, you know that's that happens, but um you know and the, and I would make them a customer through there, and it's not like. The only money I'm taking away from is those, was those shops, but I'm still supporting skateboarding by selling them a board from Baker, wheels from Spitfire, trucks from Thunder, whatever. Like, as long as those dudes stay in business, you know, most shops could stay in business. And, um, so yeah, dude, I hope Turnstile has like an even greater year this year. I hope they drop an album soon. I'm definitely down to listen to that. And, um, I think no pressure and Turnstile should go on tour together too. I mean, fuck it. But dude, Turnstile's been on tour for like 3 years. Dude, I don't even know how long these guys have not stopped touring. It's insane. Um but hey, people want it, man. People are out there um ready to uh ready to see them live. So I mean, I'm stoked for him, man. You know. It's just it's just really cool to see like your year wrapped in music too. It's um it's kind of interesting, man, like um of course dude blink <laughs> hopefully and hopefully that ticket master shit gets figured out too because i mean shout out to the white people for the first time man getting shit done with this like they're like we want to see taylor swift so we're gonna change the fucking world i was like dude good good on you like they won't they would have never listened to us imagine i was complaining about blink tickets they're like shut the fuck up like no but dude, you get you get white people arguing to see another white person. Fucking shit gets done, dude. Have your issue be about a white person, but like kind of your issue. Like, you know, say a white person's leading it and fucking man, it I apparently results will happen, you know? Like, goddamn, who knew that's all you had to do was like, I'm like, hey man, I'm trying to get these uh potholes fixed. They're like, no, I can't do it. Oh, but a white guy lives on the street. They're like, what? How many? I'm like, there's one, but you know there could be more. I'm pretty sure he has kids. It's a whole family. Like, sir, we'll be right there. Oh God, please. Tell me next time if there's a white person on that street, like, you got it. I'm so I'm so fucking sorry. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. But that'd be fucking you know what, dude? When once we get that fucking AI chip put in our uh <laughs> put in our heads. And uh, I'm hoping they do, like, a, your human existence wrapped, you know what I mean, for the year. And uh, they're like, how many times you ate Taco Bell? Like, fucking too many. It'll say, like, uh, how many times did you go to the gym? Like, not enough. Or, like, it'll it'll give you the actual, like, hours or even minutes. They're like, how many times did you show up, pretend like you were going to do something, but then got distracted? Like, a thousand You know, how many plans did you cancel on? (laughs) Dude, that's the number right there, right? How many plans did you cancel on? Like, fucking every single one. That'd be so sick. Dude, I can't wait. Man, I can't wait for the the human chip to be like, your year wrapped. Here at the AI chip, what we want to do is ensure that you see your life or your year edited down to a couple moments. And they give you, like, the best edit of, of your year. Dude, imagine some people was just, like, you had a uh, like, some people just live at work. So most of their shit is, like, at work, you know? It's insane. I, I You know what? It, that's what Elon needs to get on. Fuck this Twitter bullshit, man. Get off that. Work on that shit. Because I need to see my year wrapped, dude. They're like, uh... <laughs> or, you know what? And then you could have, like, the, the the clean version and then the director's cut. You know what I'm saying? Dude. How that director's cut that'd be sick. I mean, even just to relive, like, uh, relive, like, some good laughs I had, dude. I've always thought about that, man. Just to replay those like moments. I mean, if you have good memory, you can have, you have them, but like, nothing like just rewatching them. Just like, there's sometimes I'm like, God, what was that joke? Or what was that moment I had just where like I was laughing so hard my stomach hurt just to see if it still held up, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh man, that's what they need to be doing, man. Because you know, instead, I go to a gro, I go to a corner store, and the best technology that we have is it's asking me fucking four questions before I can actually buy this shit I need. Like, you can't give me this AI shit, but you're gonna f- ask me four questions on a debit card transaction where it's like, dude, I put my card in. It was like, is this a debit card? First off, never had that question on one of those machines before, never what, okay, yes, it's a debit card, uh, what does it to ask me, and then it goes, um, would you like any cash back, automatically, no, because it's bullshit, because they're like, only up to $20, like, then don't ask me, I'll go to an ATM, third question, is this amount looking right to you, and I'm like, oh my god, and then by that time, it's finally my PIN number, but at that point, I'm just like, I don't even want to answer any more fucking questions. God damn It's like, did you vote Republican this year? I'm like, what does that even have to do with me buying this soda right now? Like, are you serious? Like, you know, did you ever see, like, uh, what was that movie called? Uh, (laughs) The Outsiders. Like, did you ever, yeah, I saw it, like, in the eighth grade. Like, did you cry? It's like, you know, you hit no. And it's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, no, I didn't. It's like, yeah, but what about that scene with Pony Boy? You're like. Fuck, okay, yes, I. it was a fucking, it was a tough scene, I get it, yeah, I, maybe I cried a little bit, I don't know, they're like, ah, that's what we thought, well, here's your soda, you bitch, <laughs> dude, I don't know, I'm just, uh, they They need to, we need to fucking work on this technology, man, I don't know what else to tell you, like, don't give me three questions when I'm just buying a soda, this is ridiculous, dude, and don't even, the receipt, dude, the receipt, when they ask me, do you like a receipt with this, I'm like, yeah, yeah. The government wants to know. They they want to audit my soda intake for sure. Anyways, but um, no, dude. Uh, you should check out your um. Spotify or Apple Music grabbed and see who you jammed out this year. Um, I'm gonna be posting the the cynical op one on Friday when I post this episode, so you'll see and check it out. Maybe I'll post like it gave me some other information too that was pretty cool, and I could post that. Um, along, along with that too, which would be pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I'll be posting it this week, uh, on Friday when I post, when this goes up. So just be on the lookout for that. If you do follow me, but on the off chance you don't, you'll see it. You know, I'm telling you right now on it. Dude, you know, your boy's a, a science freak, right? You know, I, uh, I like to follow these pages with, um, you know, they drop a little bit of knowledge every now and again, new discoveries in the universe, on our planet, all that stuff. And I I came across this post where they said that they found, well, on camera, this is the crazy thing. It's not even just like remains or anything. It's not, it's nothing like that. This was literally, they caught on camera a fish that uh, was around 80 million years ago like uh i guess i caught it because it was like uh just out of its um habitat which is usually like a little bit deeper down uh into the ocean like i don't know obviously there's parts of the ocean where like sunlight doesn't get through and then there's things that live in that i mean they've only known darkness but they somehow like thrive in that area and i was like dude 80 million years ago this thing existed right it it looks fucking disgusting as all shit i mean you would too if you imagine if you just like lived in the dark and got dressed in the dark how fucking ugly you would look too you know you need to go in the light sometimes to to get that energy to, to to feel good and so these motherfuckers don't so it looks like half a shark and an eel right and so they say this thing was around that, you know, around that long ago. And, dude, that got me thinking, like, I dude, there has to be some deep, dark shit down there. Like, I know for a fact, dude, there's got to be something bigger or more... Like, extinct, just, not extinct, but, like, something more rare and dormant down there that's just taking its fucking nap, you know, it's chilling, and then not until we, you know, of course, this is how the movie goes, right? The movie's, like, and there was kind of, like, a movie like this with uh, Kristen Stewart, I forgot what it was called, like, just water, twilight, I don't know, (laughs) like, the concept of that movie is really quick, Is like, we're drilling oil and we're, we awaken something, through the drilling process which is something we would fucking do like the good thing about that movie is like yeah i totally see that happening like we find this very rare spot in the ocean that has oil we want it so we go there and and we awaken this in that in their case it's like a cthulhu type shit but i mean dude there's days where i'm just because i live by the water and so uh, a lot of our uh, highways and stuff are like uh, going over bodies of water. And I'm just waiting for the day dude where I'm just driving and all of a sudden I see a fucking hand and like a torso and a head of a of a creature just <gasps> just fucking coming out of the water You're like holy shit I fucking do it. <laughs> at least me, dude. Like I know other people, my imagination sometimes gets away from me, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't do what I do, but that's, you know, that's why I started the podcast. Uh, and dude, I just think that shit, you know, like I'll just be like, dude, there's something there. And it, I, the day it pops up, and that's the good thing is that, like, the day it pops up, I'll be ready, dude. I'm I'm on fucking – I'm on notice already, you know? Like, people will be like, oh, my God, how could this fucking happen, this creature? I'm like – and then you'll hear me in the distance be like, do it all along, you know? <laughs> because I – I mean, you just have to be prepared for shit like that. Not that, like, that's something normal you can prepare for, but it's definitely one of those things where it's like, yeah, like, we haven't – we've only – explored 20 percent of the ocean the other 80 is fucking a gamble like not in some of the equipment can't even make it there and sometimes i don't even think they're like we don't even want to fucking find out what's down there you know because what if we fucking piss it off you know who knows so so they find this thing and, and the first thing that comes to my mind is like yeah if that shit was around that long ago and it's still thriving who the fuck Knows what's down there, dude. What if it just got moved there? You know, like it—it it was at one point. Thr- and it maybe it's so fucking big it doesn't even need to move, right? It's just there eating whatever comes by and it knows what it is. But just we just gotta piss it off just enough, dude. We just gotta harsh it's mellow just enough, and it's gonna be pissed off. And it's like comes out, and you know we gotta fight this thing. I don't know how we do that, but. You know, I'm not that guy to to figure that out. But I'm, I'm the guy to say, like, that shit does exist. If this 80-million-year-old shark eel is still thriving, like, who the fuck knows what's down there, dude? And of course, you know, Will Smith's going to be in that movie, you know? It's going to be like, <laughs> when man messes with nature, it's all, and then it's kind of like an Armageddon thing where they're drilling on top of the ocean. It's like uh yeah uh, i don't know it's just <laughs> it's just guys bantering like ah, yeah your mother is like and then they 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 cut to the like the the home base of the drilling operation like uh captain we got a problem here i don't know why there's a captain on there but let's just say there is captain we got a problem here there seems to be something in the way of the drills like oh we'll just blast through it and then it's like uh i'll try and then he, he goes like so it took out a drill's like and then they feel like a rumbling. Everybody on top of that, she's like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on?" They're all, "Sir, uh, four of our drills just got destroyed." It's like, "What?" And then fucking, you just it comes out and it's just like from the from the producers that brought you <laughs> uh, Transformers in the studio that brought you uh, uh, Cloverfield. Will Smith is in. <laughs> the day shit <laughs> the day shit wasn't jiggy anymore dude <laughs> like uh was that movie the, the day the earth stood still but this one's just gonna be like the day shit wasn't jiggy anymore and it's like it comes out and of course we're gonna bring back getting jiggy with it for the soundtrack like obviously i mean Let's revive that song back, and this is like Will Smith, uh, like breakout re return movie, you know. But I'm telling you, man, there's got to be fucking something down there, at least. Okay, look, not not even a monster like what what you would think, right? Not this towering monster that could, when it stands, it's like the size of the fucking Empire State Building, nothing like that. But let's just say something massive, um but, but just would rather dominate the ocean and where it is, that's still pretty fucking scary. I got to be honest. Like, I don't know. And then, uh, let me find that the article real quick that I read, which I was like, great. You know, like why are we going around messing with shit, man? Uh, let's see who I think, where did I see it? Right here. So it says, uh, scientists revive, (sighs) scientists revive zombie virus stuck under Siberian permafrost for 50,000 years, dude. And, uh, yeah, dude, why the fuck are we doing that? Can, can anybody give me a good explanation on why, you know, we need to unearth viruses? Like under permafrost which i'm assuming is like some fucking permanent frost the only way to get to it is man himself to kind of break through that that sort of uh barrier and we're just like yeah it's like it's really cold over here and well i just want to see what's buried underneath that cold It's like let's just not guys all right let's just fucking leave it alone it says uh the microbes if released into the world would pose a significant danger to public health Said researcher Jean-Marie Al- Almec, whatever, from the French National Center of Scientific Research and a report pub- published in Science Alert. So, great, great. Now, zombie virus, I'm, I'm assuming it's not, I mean, because, uh, look, as much as people would love to think that a zombie apocalypse would happen, I don't think that actually, it's not going to happen, right? The dead cannot come back right these are movies and these are shows and this is everything that, and especially dude fucking people when they're like oh dude if a zombie apocalypse happened i'd kill him dude like, no you wouldn't all right guy like you would die just like a lot of other people the, the very few that would survive and, and here's the thing and you gotta hope that people who know how to live off the land now survive that because then you gotta go fucking off and Go to a, a a library infested with zombies to do some research on how to fucking survive in the wilderness. Like, if you're not doing that shit now, it's kind of kind of be hard if shit hits the fan. And then you gotta hope that those people survive because they'll know what to do. Like, they'll know like, no, you're not supposed to drink fucking water from from lakes or like, you're not supposed to, you know, just as like specific. I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't even know how to survive. But like I've said before, I'm willing to go as soon as that shit kicks off. I don't want to stick around for it. I don't want to fucking live in a world where, like, I just can't get my music off my phone like that anymore. You know what I mean? Or, like, it's just, no, like, why? <laughs> I'm comfortable now. I've gotten uh, acclimated to this life. I don't want to live in a post-apocalyptic zombie world. Fuck no, dude. And especially if you have to build civilization. And this I know I've said before. I don't want to have to do CDs over again. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, now that I know what streaming is, you want me to go back to CDs once we've rebuilt civilization? They're like look, we don't have the technology right now to, uh, to do streaming, but people are still, we're going to start putting CDs back out again. I'm like, fuck, dude, my car doesn't even have a CD player anymore. <laughs> I'm going to go break into a, 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 an old car to even play this new CD. They're like, well, yeah, but you know, we're rebuilding civilization. It's like, yeah, but I fucking know how it used to be. like, you know, and you could always compare. And then, Ugh. And then you have to start making your own coffee instead of just going to Starbucks and, you know, picking it up. And then, you know, even in the post-apocalyptic world, they're still going to have the fucking tip button at the drive-thru. You're like, great. Oh, you guys don't fucking stop at all, do you? But, like, I don't know, man. Like, th- this... Leave that shit alone. Like, it almost seems like we're doing this shit to ourselves. Like, every movie because like it, it's not even movie right let's just go off based off the like the negligence of being a human being do you want me to believe that you're going to keep this 50,000 year old virus that you unearth and you're going to keep it safe from all of us like dude come on come on I work in an in- industry where there's a lot of people who fucking slack off and you got to pick their slack off pick their slack up but Now, imagine you're dealing with diseases and the fate of the world, basically. If said disease gets out... I'm sorry. I don't trust you. I can't do it. I cannot fucking trust you. What are we doing, dude? Stop! If it's... Look, if that thing is meant to be released, it will... It will melt if the the Earth ever gets that hot. and I'm assuming if it ever does, we're long gone by then. Um, But then again, let's think about this. If that thing... uh lived at one point or it survived at one point what did it do to people and that's probably why they're like unearthing it they're they want to know like what does this do what can this do but it's 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 always bad news man and you know they i feel like they've done this before i've heard this maybe once before that and like this chinese rock that got smashed and let out like a fox demon who fucking knows what the this world is anymore man i i don't even know what this fucking world is anymore this is uh it's getting a little bit too too comical for me and and comical in a bad way because it's like what are we doing it seems like every time i I, you know you would say turn on the tv but the tv is instagram now is every time i go on instagram it's like something something that sucks dude and and that would be (laughs) that would be one of those things that sucks like Hey, we're just letting you know they're doing this, and uh, if this ever gets out like, oh, say, COVID did, uh, it's it'll be bad. Yeah, it'll be bad, but we're going to go ahead and do it anyways. I mean, fucking, I need to kill time as a scientist, so I'm going to work on this deadly disease that could rock the fucking world forever. Anyways, man, let's, uh, let's stop doing that, hmm? How about we stop doing that? And we uh, we don't explore the ocean and we don't wake anything up that could possibly uh, kill us. <laughs> sometimes, man, I like to think that, um, you know, I like to think, hey, you're a funny guy, you know? Not so much in the Joe Pesci style, but uh, yeah, sometimes I'm like, you know, if I make my friends laugh, and and I I know my friends have like a great sense of humor. I know if I get them to laugh, then then I'm technically I'm funny, right? And I don't think I'm comedian make thousands of people laugh. But as long as I can make the people I care about laugh, that's all I fucking that's all I cared about. That's all I've ever cared about. Even when I was younger, is like if I can make my classmates laugh whatever like or if I can you know do the the ultimate thing was make the teacher laugh I did that a few times you know and like or had a back and forth with them now that is like honestly if you're a kid like a teenager and you can make your your teacher laugh or a substitute teacher laugh dude I'm sorry but that I think to me that's better than killing it in a comedy club because like all that teacher is is trying to do is not give in to your sense of humor because then they kind of lose, right, but it's funny as fuck if they do, but they can't show that sort of weakness, that's like, that's like, uh, that's like uh, you showed them your teeth if you're an animal, and then and, and you, you're scared, you know, it's like, uh, they're scared, but it's, it's fucking great, and I did that a few times, and uh, I even remember, dude, on my last day of fifth grade, I'll never fucking forget this, I was, and of course, it's going to sound like, whatever but this is this is how I remember it and what I believe is true is I was making the class laugh so bad just being like ridiculous that I got kicked out the teacher kicked me out of the class she said like leave this class now dude I was I was killing I was killing to fifth graders and I was a fifth grader and she kicked me out of the class and it was like I don't even know maybe 20 minutes before the bell was gonna ring for the last day of my elementary class I, I I'll never forget this because I was like, "Yo, it's like this, this is the last day." What she was so angry at me, because I was killing, I was destroying, dude. If I was on an episode of Joe Rogan right now, we'd be talking about like, "Oh, I just I murdered, I destroyed, I killed." Like uh, Bo Burnham did like a parody on his B sides of his uh, of that uh special he did called Inside. He did like the Inside Outtakes. And one of them was kind of making fun of podcaster comedian podcasters, how they talk about like, uh, oh man, he murdered, he killed, dude, he's a, he's a killer, he destroyed like, so uh, (laughs) I just always think that's funny now that when I hear comedians do that. So that's what I did essentially, I I murdered, I destroyed, anyways, I just remember that memory so much because she kicked me out. Twenty minutes before the fucking year was gonna end for us, dude, she just couldn't take me enough, and uh so I just sat outside oh, well, I didn't sit; I stood outside the class being like, was she serious like what did I say that was so wrong? I mean I was five I mean five I was in the fifth grade, there's nothing bad I could have said that really could have upset her, but I guess I guess to her I did, so I stood outside and then the bell rang, and then everybody came out, and I was like that was pointless because I just waited um. And it was funny, dude, because, uh, there was this girl who later, (laughs) there was this chick who was a honor roll, like the, the number one of the number one, a honor roll. And, uh, she was super smart and I'll never forget this. Her dad got like a limousine for her and her friends. And I remember seeing the limousine pull up and even then thinking like, what the fuck was that for? <laughs> like I was so jaded already after seeing the limousine. Like the only time I wanted to be in a limousine was if I had like the blank check uh, scenario, you know? But other than that, I was like, nah, that looks fucking whack. <laughs> and it's so funny that same girl dude later on in high school, like became an idiot. And I'm like, okay, so were you just, were you like, uh, I always thought, like, I was like, no, there's no way she's being this dumb. Like, nobody is this dumb. Like, I almost felt like she was playing a character in high school just so she could fit in. Because in in elementary middle school, she got, like, the best grades. And then when it came to high school, it seemed like she just was like, I'm going to do a character just so I can fit in. And, dude, she wasn't, like, I'm going to say it, dude. Like, sometimes I'd, like, be talking to her. Like, we'd be in the same room or something or same class. And I'd be talking to her, and I'm like, "How are you this dumb? Like, I've known you for almost fucking my whole life, and you've never been this dumb before." I'm like, "You're making me look like fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. Like, what do what are you doing?" So, anyways, uh, I just thought <laughs> I don't know why I brought. Oh, well, I, br- I bring this all up right because I had this idea for uh, it was. All, I like I wrote down the. It's in one of my fucking joke bit things that I always write down that I'll never get to say unless I'm burning material on here. Um, and one of my I, like kind of joke ideas or like a, it would probably be like a sketch premise was that to have a, you know how people have like medical bracelets to be like, I'm allergic to this. Cause, or, uh, you know, they, they have their allergies or who to call their emergency contact. It was like something they had back in the day before, like cell phones uh, I'm pretty sure that some people still have them if it's like a severe thing or a uh, severe, uh, allergic reaction or some sort of medication or something. I don't know. But I, I had this idea that like, dude, what if guys, when they, uh, if they were to die randomly, they, uh, they had on their, they had these little medical bracelets, right? That, <laughs> that would say like, please go on my phone and, and delete my browser history, you know? And I, I just thought that'd be a funny sketch idea. Now, I came up with that, dude, like, fucking years ago. Now, you could say, look, that's just, that's an obvious one, whatever. And maybe it is, right? But I remember specifically having the idea, uh, telling a couple friends, and and whatever, it went the way of nowhere because I'm I could not, I don't even, I didn't know how to create a sketch. I didn't know how to write. I don't know how to, you know, I was a lot younger when I had the idea. So there's no way I could kind of put that out there. But, you know, I would write it down and I would talk about it. I just thought it was a funny concept because imagine, dude, like, look, every guy, no matter what, <laughs> leaves a trail of something on their Internet history. And if you die unexpectedly, right? The one thing you hope and the one thing you pray is that somebody, one of your homies has got your back to delete that internet history, right? Because, you know, you just don't want to leave that sort of uh, (laughs) uh, stain on your legacy right on the way out. They're like, oh my God, there's a lot of like clown porn on here. Like, you know, just oof, you know, you don't want that to come out, guy. And so I was even thinking like a, like a, a legit service you could hire. So like upon my death, one of my things, just go clear all my browser history, you know, everywhere, maybe look like a saint, you know, be like, uh, have the St. Jude's website on and like donate like a bunch of money right at the end. Like, man, this guy was just giving, you know, so <laughs> just some sort of service to make you look good on the way out. And the other day I'm scrolling on Instagram and, um, uh, one of these people I follow, he posts like s- sort of like a meme, and on the meme is basically like a medical bracelet that says, you know, delete my browser history and something else. I don't know, but I was like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna go off claiming like I thought of it. They stole this joke or this bit idea. Obviously, it's fucking ridiculous, but I do think like I'm on to, At least I'm on to something, right? Like it, if people who have my sense of humor think like me, then we can all get to that same idea is what I'm getting at. And there's parallel thinking. And, but what I took from it was like, it was funny enough to be a meme and it makes, and it made me laugh again. And it it might've made other people laugh. I feel like then I might be on the right track comically or something comedically. And that's all I fucking care about. Like, I'm not one to be like, you fucking stole my joke and I can only have that one joke. I was like, no, dude, if you're funny and you think you're funny, at least you can come up with different, um, uh, bits or jokes. It shouldn't be that hard for you. And like, like I talked about on a previous podcast, just like currency when he, all his shit got stolen, he was like, Oh no, he can have that logo and that name. It's fine. I can come up with something else. Cause like you steal if you're not creative, but like you'll create because, and, and you'll have more because you can, like, you're just that type of person. And I feel like I am that type of person. Like It, like, if somebody were to stole something intellectually from me, like, uh, an idea, it's like, okay, yeah, I I should really, like, focus on, uh, patenting these things or, or somehow, not jokes, I don't, you can't patent a joke, but, like, but, like, certain ideas I've had, um, sometimes I'll even just say them because I'm, like, fucking, it's not worth it to me to produce or I wouldn't even know how to go about doing that, but, you know, uh, I can come up with something else. It's not, it's not that difficult. I real. it's like, I I will think of something else. I believe in myself enough creatively to do that. And I didn't even really know this till like I got older where I was like, I, I can't like, I'm funny and I can just say shit off the top. I mean, this whole podcast is me talking off the top. I've done 74 episodes now and all of it has just been me talking like off the top I, I write like bullet points down of topics I want to talk about but ultimately like every all the minutes filled is just me talking off top so well, you know when I saw that I was like fuck yeah that's that's funny maybe it maybe it was just meme worthy you know maybe it was just it was a meme and that was it I mean still you could you know I think a sketch or something could still work with that or even a joke like a, a stand-up bit but again if it's already out there, it's probably already been done, and, and maybe it's not working or something for other people, because, um, there's so many fucking comedians, you just wonder, like, how many times, like, how many jokes are there out there, right, in the universe, like, and then you hear somebody just tell a joke, like, it could be, like I don't know how many jokes there were about COVID. Like that, that I'm not even gonna try to listen to a COVID joke anymore because it's like we get it, the mask, the blah. Unless somebody's got like such a fucking unique, like turn to it. I don't even want to hear it. Like honestly, it, it don't even bring it up to me. But, and you know, dude, as I was like looking at that joke or whatever that I saw, um, I noticed something too about Instagram that uh, because look, okay, there's this skate shoe company brand called. This is the worst fucking name in my personal opinion. Carrie Uma. It sounds, I'll be honest, it sounds like an actor that Uma Thurman and like fucking, I don't even know who else. It's just like uh, Uma Thurman birth Uma, okay? Like, j- just like sort of like a Virgin Mary type shit. So there's a skate shoe brand called Kariuma, right? And they are hated in the skate industry why because they look like skate shoes from Coles this is these are just facts sorry like and nothing hey if that's all you can do fucking all right i get it but these Kariyuma shoes they look like they should cost you $25 because of how basic and you know sort of shitty looking they look and you would think oh sh- i mean yeah like I'll, I'll get this 25 bucks no problem i'm going to tear them up easy Well, you would be absolutely fucking wrong because these shoes are $109. And that's ridiculous because they look like fucking like a plastic toy shoe or some shit. They look disgusting. All right. I'm sorry. Look them up yourself. Carrie Uma, spelled with a C. And uh, Uma Thurman's, you know, virgin baby. So um, (coughs) there's this, and they're hated in the industry, right? And, And, um, because they have this, it, it's almost like, where did they come from type shit? It was, it's like, uh, they almost have like the funding of a Nike, but like, nobody knows where it's coming from. And, um, and, and they're not good looking whatsoever, dude. I mean, look, you really have to check them out yourself. They're just blah, right? No design to them, no thrills, no nothing. And, and they cost 109 dollars so anyways and and a lot of the skate industry people talk about it like what what the fuck is it like where'd it come from like because they have all these crazy good skaters on it but like the shoes just don't make this i don't know dude look skateboarding is like in a way it's all style even when you skate it's like how do you look on the board as far as like how's your like, for example, some of the best styles in skateboarding are, like, Mike Capaldi and, like, Nick Trapasso. When you look at, it, like, Nick Trapasso's part on Toy Machine, dude, you look at his skating, and it's just fucking, it's cool. It's smooth. It's cool. It's different. Uh, Antoine Dixon, <coughs> <coughs> these guys make skateboarding look cool and fun. Like, it's just what it is well, when you, when I see people with these shoes on skating, I'm like, I don't even want to watch the clip. I'm sorry. Like, and you're like, dude, these are just shoes. What the fuck are you doing? Like, I I get it. But it's almost like this thing where it's like, um, it seems jockey, not like, not even Nike seems jockey. If anything, Nike kind of makes shit look underground or like, I don't know. It's fucking weird. They they have enough money to do that. And they worked all the kinks out by now. And so I saw these, uh, I noticed something about this uh, shoe company; they get picked on so much, right? They uh, they started editing their comments, like they they've edited their comments to I guess um, to not have any hateful stuff. Because I was like, I know people hate the, and if I went back on earlier posts when they first came out, dude, people were hating so hard. <laughs> I mean, the the majority was all hate, and and I noticed something was that like. They put, I don't know if Instagram does this, or I'm pretty sure Instagram's algorithm did this. Um, where if you notice now, when somebody posts something that you know is going to get a lot of hate, the first like 20, maybe 30 comments are all, all like love, right? It's all like, oh yeah, fire, these are dope, got a cop, bro, these, this is drip, you know, all that shit. And, uh, so like I noticed that and I'm like, what the fuck, like, oh, okay, so, like, you can post something, and then, uh, you know, the, uh, the algorithm or whatever will put all the love at the top, and then kind of, uh, what do you, what do you call it, like, all the bad shit at the bottom, and if you, you know, sometimes you have to scroll kind of far if there's, like, a lot of love, and I get, I get the meaning behind it, but I'm like, dude, no, keep that shit real, you know, I, I'm, for the sake of, like, arguments of people like, no, I don't want to have a negativity on my page. Okay. I get it. But also these people are just talking like all these people. I, per- I 100% guarantee you post the shit because they don't really mean it, but it's just fun to do. I mean, dude, if you go on Reddit, there's, that's where you get fucking torn to f- pieces, dude. That's where you can be like, like a paper shredder, they will tear you up. Instagram comments are not that bad. It's really just people posting to be funny. This is what I believe is like, people are posting to be funny. Like they think they have a, you know, funny angle on it. And some of them do. Um, I, I really don't think most of them intend to be evil. They're just trying to get a laugh at least. I don't know. And, uh, so yeah, I had noticed that because this Carrie Uma brand put out a shoe in collaboration with the movie avatar mm. dude let me tell you how many pairs of shoes i want to buy with in collaboration with the movie avatar and that's fucking zero that's goose egg you know what i mean like do you have on the avatar one <laughs> dude like nobody's gonna say, like, "Yo, did you see fucking Jake's shoes, dude? He's got the fucking avatars on." Like, oh my god, dude, I can't think of a, a worse movie to put in a footwear, right? And so, um, uh, they posted a clip of fucking somebody on on a Jim, oh, who is it, Jimmy Fallon's couch, and he goes, "Oh, hey, hey Jimmy, uh, I wanted to give you these shoes," and and Jimmy's like, "Oh, wow," like you know, doing his you know, fakest fucking surprise on, because everything's pre-planned on those shows, so he knows exactly what's coming next, which is why I think all those Tonight Show things are kind of, you know, tough to watch now, just because you're like, you know this is coming, like, at least, dude, Conan was the fucking man at, like, spinning anything that the person said, which is, I mean, that's why he is who he is, but, um, so, so I guess this, I, I don't know how he's, maybe he's in the movie, I don't know. So he gives Jimmy these pair of Kariuma and Avatar shoes. And Jimmy pulls them out, dude. And you can look up the clip. I don't know. I mean, I saw the clip through Instagram on, on a fucking random post. And and even Jimmy's like, oh, God, I'm not going to fucking wear these when I leave. Like, dude, the, Jimmy's going to walk off stage and just fucking Kobe them, them shits in a trash can, dude. Because they look dude, it looks like an eight-year-old shoe, you know, what the fucking Velcro, Velcro straps, like, it doesn't have Velcro straps, but it might as fucking well be, dude, it, they look gross, they, I'm, no man, I mean, literally over the age of 10 would fucking be caught wearing them, they look, they look like shit, okay, and I, and look, you're like, you're hating so much on the shoe brand, what the fuck, I'm like, because, dude, like, Nike, Adidas—they came in, yeah. Everybody, they—they have the corporate money. People didn't want them to come in, and because they were like, "You're gonna ruin the scene." But <laughs> if anything, fuck, dude, they've kind of helped out the scene in, in a big way. And they—they, they, we talk shit about them constantly until they kind of prove their own. Like, no, we're here to stay, and we're here to help the scene. And and they did, you know. Now, fucking, oh my god, you don't even see another skate shoe on skateboarders, like. So much – because there was so much of the old heads kind of like me, like that past generation that was like, no, nah, fuck that. Like you got to skate core shit. And and I loosened up to Nike a lot, a lot quicker than most but um, – because back in the day, dude, nobody, barely anybody had Nike shoes on or Adidas or Converse or New Balance uh, in a skate video. Now – dude, you're lucky if you see like an America shoe or an S shoe or an Etney shoe, <laughs> like it's all Nike, Adidas, new. they literally almost run the shoe game now, and, uh, and people used to have a lot more, uh, pro shoe models, and, uh, uh, it's not that, it's not like that anymore, there's a few chosen, and then if it's not that successful, it gets fucking, you know, it gets, uh, taken out really fast, but, uh, yeah i don't know did you guys check those shoes out they look fucking disgusting but it is something i noticed like oh man like th- these guys there's uh i get it you can do whatever you want with your page if you're tired of getting shit talked like you can edit whatever but i'm just like dude just let them talk their shit you know like it's it's nothing it's like smoke you know somebody blows smoke in your face it's it's there one second it's gone the next like it doesn't matter and uh obviously if you're doing great in shoe sales you're still around like fucking i guess but you'll never catch me dead in one of those motherfuckers like they look it looks like a cold shoe i'm sorry man it's like an off brand like this is for skateboarding sort of and it just it kind of just looks like that so i don't know anyways man that's gonna do it for me for this week's pod this one's gonna come out a little later than usual i got super busy at work this week and uh uh, you know, man, but I got to keep putting the pods out as fast as I can, as much as I can. I love doing this and, uh, I appreciate the listens. Um, I appreciate you guys for this year. I mean, all those numbers, dude, for the, for that Spotify wrapped on, on the, on the cynical optimist. I, I can't thank you guys enough, dude. It's been super sick. I hope to do bigger numbers next year. Uh, and if I just keep the core, Hey, that's, that's all good with me too, man. This is, this is great. I love doing this. So, uh, that's it for me, man. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, if you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to this, on any sort of uh, podcasting platform, please give it a follow, give it a like, leave a review, whatever you got to do. I'd appreciate it. And I'll see you guys next week. Later.